Welcome to Comic Misfits, the podcast that bridges a gap between the comic book superfan and the ones just getting started in the fandom. If you haven't figured it out by now, we are talking all things Justice League today, but unlike last time, we're talking Snyder Cut this time, but this song is just the best. I am joined today, as usual, by my boy Aiden. Aiden, how are you? Restore the Snyderverse. That's right. And our patron, Zach Harai, is on the line as well. Zach, how are you, man? Doing good, man. Doing good. Doing good, huh? Love. Look at. I love this part. I, I just love the guitar. I don't know why. <laughs> it's the one thing I've always wished I could do is play guitar, but I couldn't. Anyways, <laughs> let's just jump right in. There's no. There's no news today. We're not talking about anything other than this for the entire episode. So we're just gonna start off, Aiden. I'm gonna start with you, actually. Which oh boy. It's a, it's a little flip, right? Cool. We flip it up. But I want to start with you. Before we get into spoilers, you know, typical comic misfit section. Uh, okay. No, we, we don't start with spoilers, even though if you've seen the movie, you already know what's happening. But yeah. overall thoughts on the film, and and then we'll just jump into other things. So one thing I really liked is they fixed my biggest problem with Joss Whedon's Justice League, right? Sure. They fixed a lot of things, but yeah. They fixed the one part that was most important to me. The photograph in the liquid actually does something. Does it? And it means something. <laughs> I knew it. I thought about you when I saw that part too. I'm not going to even yeah. lie to you. I, like, that was the part that made me cry, jump up like, yes, 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 yes. Um, that was the best part of the movie. But, I mean, I mean the, the four-hour runtime was also kind of cool. But, like, that that moment, I, I feel like Zack Snyder was like, geez, I... Aiden was really concerned about this. Yeah, Zach Snyder listens to the podcast. Yeah, he it's, does. It's, it's, proven, it's a fact now. I love you, Zach. Zach. Um, <laughs> What's no. up, man? The Joss Whedon cut of Justice League right. is dead. Okay. And Snyder cut has buried it. Not six feet. It's like disintegrated it. And thrown it in the ocean. And it all gets eaten by a shark. But then it gets eaten by the Megalodon. Which Aquaman is riding on. <laughs> Okay. So this movie is so much better than Justice League or Justice League, I guess that's Well, what here's the thing. Now. So when we're when we're talking about it, we'll, we'll the official name, right, is Zack Snyder's Justice yeah. League, but it's a, it's a mouthful. So when Snyder we're cut makes So sense. yeah, so we're talking Snyder cut and and when we talk Justice League, we mean the one that we should never talk about again. That way we don't keep having to call, call it yeah. Justice League. I hate that name too. Yeah. But so like it was great. All the characters got better development mm-hmm. they were more watchable it had some inconsistencies with aquaman that bothered me a little bit but yeah not the biggest complaint in the world mm-hmm. um steppenwolf who was like oh, one of the worst parts steppenwolf, of man of that other movie of justice was league so great in this movie steppenwolf was i still have problems with steppenwolf in this movie which we'll talk about once we get to spoilers yeah but but steppenwolf was he was better. great batman was better the flash was funnier and cooler I don't know if how you can do that, but they did by doing what by doing what he did makes yeah. him cooler. But we'll get to that yeah. when we jump mm-hmm. in spoilers. Cyborg was like <laughs> awesome. That part was like super cool. Um, Wonder Woman, like that first part with Wonder Woman, was so so good. I mean, the first part, yeah. Well, so th- that like, first wait, part, that scene when she shows up in the original, it's the same. And then yeah, it's, it's like the, the same, same, but it's like it's it's, it's longer. It's longer. It's longer. It's better. It's long. Everything is longer and better. It's four hours long. It's, it's a, so good. Mm. It even brings the question to your mind. Where is the weed in cut of Justice League? 
<laughs> it's when we saw in theaters. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I don't share your crazy enthusiasm, but I share some of your enthusiasm. Okay. It was a very good film. Don't 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 get me wrong. Very He's just very, a hater. This this is like right by Suicide Squad on his ranking. No, he's talking positively about it, but he didn't actually like. No, it. this was a, this is my second. This is my number two high uh, uh, ranked movie in the DC Extended Universe right now. Yeah. Oh okay. But well, I'll talk. I'll give you guys my rating after before, at the end of the, of the show. I updated it. I think I shared it with Aiden. I don't remember. Yeah. I um. That. But so yeah. Um. It was a very, very good film. It was like a film that we were, it was, it was vindication for everything that people have been talking about since 20, uh, since 2020, 2018, 2017, 2017 was, was, it came out, it came out in November, 2017. But I think the, the movement really picked up in 2018, right? With the whole uh, release of Snyder cut, the billboards. So it's been something that it's, it's vindication for everyone that was a fan of the show. Of the show, of the movie, uh, of, and of Zack Snyder, that hey, he did have a version of this movie out there that was actually good. <laughs> because mm-hmm. remember, if you remember me talking, Aiden, I thought it was going to be bad. I thought it was going to be. And that was going to be my. Bad. And that was going to be my biggest problem. But I, I really enjoyed it. Like you said, the characters were very well fleshed out. the uh, The motivation of both heroes and villains were a lot better explained. If you watch the original Justice League, that wasn't the case for everybody. Some of the, even the villains didn't have a, a fleshed out um, reason to what they were doing. And obviously seeing Darkseid was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Daddy Darkseid destroys Thanos in a heartbeat. Easy. Easy. Both were created by Jack Kirby, right? Uh, comic yeah. book royalty. But... Thanos is a copy of Darkseid, and Marvel mm-hmm. fans can come at me anytime you want. But wasn't Thanos created by Jim Starlin, the guy who killed Jason Todd? It was. Yeah, he didn't corrected me. So yeah, so Jim Starlin. Yeah. Now, copied, now we're accurate. Now okay? we're accurate. You now. don't need to ta- mm-hmm. fault, tag him on Twitter. Yeah, don't, Pedro Heiser. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. Pedro, don't kill wrong. me. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't tell me I'm wrong. Uh, but no, you're right. Yes. Yeah. So Jack but, Kirby created. Yeah. Yeah, I got confused because Jack Kirby created the new gods and all that. And I yeah. assumed, I just assumed. So what happens when you assume, Aiden? <laughs> so, yeah, Thanos is a copycat of Darkseid. And if you yeah. don't believe it, just watch this film and you'll be like, oh, that makes complete sense. Loved, <laughs> I just loved what, what he did with every single character. Um, well, we're going to get to favorite characters later on, but my favorite character was, oh, man, he was good. He was good. And it it was a long film though. Was and, it? Yeah. And I, I know that Aiden doesn't agree because Aiden was telling me about it before we started, but it was a long film. Um, it's a it's totally it's definitely a Zack Snyder film. There's no mm. doubt about it. The slow motion. Um, once someone told me about the slow motion, it was like glass breaking, and I could never unsee it, which was a problem. I'm like, oh my gosh, here it is again. <laughs> like he he loves the big stuff, right? He loves yeah. doing the big grand stuff. It's just, which is fine. Like it's beautifully directed. Like you're you're a film person, so like you 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 can agree with this. It's beautifully made. Like the scene with Batman, not Batman, Bruce and the horse on the mountains in yeah. Iceland. Like it's cinematography. It's beautiful. Yeah, cinematography. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. 
but did you really need to have like a minute and a half of him going up the mountain? Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> but <laughs> it still looks cool. No, I, I mean, like you have to get all those people's names in there. No, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I get it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking a shot at it because this movie is so good that if you cut out a lot of the Zack Snyder-ish stuff, like the slow-mo and stuff like that, and like pointless things like that, this could have been a three and a half hour film in theaters and it probably would have done a thousand times better. Well, I, don't, I don't think they would have put it in theaters at three and a half hours. Yeah, they, they, they May, maybe. I think this was always designed to be like an HBO Max thing. Yeah, no, no, it will like get, it will get, point, it, yeah. it will get to that. But I, I just think so. If you're here's a, here's a bottom line. I think if you're not a fan, if you weren't a fan of Justice League, the original one, you will be a fan of this. You one. probably won't be a fan of this one. Hmm. I don't sure think. I don't think. Were you a fan of Justice League? Eh. you were. We can go a back a episode ago. You said you liked it. So you like this film. I, I, I yeah. feel like people that didn't like this film, uh, didn't like the original Justice League, are probably not going to like this because it's just a, a four-hour version of it, albeit much better. But anyways, I digress. Zach, what were your um, thoughts on the film? Uh, not spoiling anything so far. Overall, I I I'm I feel like I'm still coming down from like this high from watching the movie. Right. Um, it's it hasn't gotten old to me yet. It is it a bit lengthy? Yes, but I mean I sat through. Um, you know, I mean as we all did. Um, I sat through Endgame coming off of a nine-hour shift at work, seeing it at midnight, and knowing it wasn't gonna get. I wasn't gonna leave the theater till like three thirty. Yeah. So this one, I definitely would have done the same thing, and it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't even have phased me, I think, because it, it was just like you guys were both saying, um, the characters are just done, just done so beautifully in this one. And it's it's hard to compare, you know, Justice League and the Snyder Cut because they're just two different movies. Like, while they while Justice League takes parts from the Snyder Cut, like this this movie is so superior that I don't know. I, I just really enjoyed it. I thought everything was just done perfectly. And. As, as for me, I, this is like everything that I wanted um, with not giving like the solo movies like how, you know, Marvel did. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I don't need them now because the, the story arc for the characters was just, you know, it was there. It was it was perfect. I mean, they, I couldn't have asked for a better representation of Cyborg and, you know, Barry Allen. So I, I, I liked it. I really did. I, and I 100% agree with you. It, because we didn't get solo films for all these characters a longer movie was definitely needed to flesh out their kind of backstories before we understand why they got to where they are. Mm -hmm. Batman versus Superman was, was enough. If you watch the ultimate edition and I don't know how many fans actually, you know, took the time to watch it because of it. When I first watched Batman versus Superman, I didn't really in the theater. I was like, okay, like I need a little more, but after I watched that, you know, the ultimate edition, I was like, Oh, okay. This explains so much more. And it was to me, it was like, you know, same movie, but just explaining more. But this one, I could, you know, I could, I don't know, I, I could just watch this one over and over. The other Justice League, like I said in the previous podcast we did, it was it was fun to watch. And that's about all all it gets for me. <laughs> that so. film, I'm waiting for Warner Brothers to grow a pair of cojones and release the Snyder Cut in Blu-ray. Because I, about to say oh, that. Man. I don't I think they will. That. But if they will, if they do, um, here's my okay. Here's my pitch, Warner Brothers. If you're listening, hear me out. Release both the Snyder Cut 
that you saw on the HBO with the Snyder Cut Justice is Grey edition that's coming out on HBO Max. Oh, that's right. <gasps> Release Ooh. both of them. Good point. And, and do this. Part of the proceeds, like 20, 30% of the proceeds, goes to suicide prevention. Mm. Amen. If they don't do it, if they do it, I'm, I'm recording that. This is going to be recording. <laughs> if they do this, I want some royalties for it because I, <laughs> that's what I would do, right? If if I'm yeah. HBO, you know these fans are crazy enough. Like they they already raised all this money for for mm-hmm. the cause, right? So hey, now you can buy the movie and buy. I get chills thinking about it. You buy the movie, and now you by buying this movie, you're helping out the cause again. So I mean, I think this is a, mm-hmm. a win-win situation. If I was Warner Brothers, but hey, it's powerful then, man. But then again, I'm only thirty percent though. I don't know. Give it a hundred. I don't care how much you give. I just want some money to go to it. Make it like a limited edition thing. Like each store only gets like a certain amount of copies. You will catch me taking off work, camping outside. (laughs) I will bring like weapons. (laughs) This is recorded. Nobody. Listen, it's COVID. It's COVID. They can't. I don't care. I don't care. I will go in without a mask. So people are scared. (laughs) I will get the Snyder cut on Blu-ray. I don't care if it's 80 bucks. I don't care if it's 250 bucks. I, I will get it on Blu-ray. I, I mean, okay. Here, here's it. I don't care if it's 150 bucks, but if I think. If it's Steelbook and comes with something nice, I'll come up with a justification for it. I, I don't mind it being $20. I think Kim is going to mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm probably yeah. not going to do that. Yeah. But I really think, um, but, but to your point, Zach, is like, yeah, I want to burn my Justice League movie, but. Because I'm just a completist, I can't yet because it's mm-hmm. th- there's no Blu-ray to replace it. Yeah, but once it's that, still canon too. It's still canon, which is yeah, whatever. It's not. Ah, we'll get to it as soon as we uh, uh, we'll, once we jump the spoiler wall. We'll we'll, we'll talk about canon or not. But um, also, I do not endorse people going into stores without masks on. Wear a mask and stay safe. Oh, thank unless, you. <laughs> unless. Yeah, the Snyder the cuts fact. on Blu-ray at a store. Aiden, we're not going to get the Snyder cut in stores now because because of, of you. They're going to go. Yeah, we listened to that podcast, Comic Misfits, and they had a really good idea. But then this other crazy guy said he just go in without a mask. They called me a madman. <laughs> but no, I, I really enjoyed this film. Um, I had problems with it, which we we'll talk to we we'll talk about once we. So ungrateful. No, no, I'm very grateful. Listen, uh, it's a very personal movie to me. I love the cause. Um, I've been part of this cause since 2018. That's when I joined the whole release the Snyder Cut thing. And to be fair, I hate a lot of the people that are part of it because they're just there to be like Snyder heads, like, oh, Snyder's the best. But like, I really appreciated that the people were donating money to suicide prevention. I thought that was really cool. And that's when I, that's when the Snyder Cut, really sent the Snyder Cut got to me. It wasn't like, I didn't have a problem. Like I mentioned last week, I didn't have a problem with Justice League. I mean, it was, was it great? No, but I had a problem with it. But once I saw what was going on behind the scenes, once I saw like what happened to Snyder, like that, that was personal. I was like, man, that that's rough. And so like, that's when I started joining this cause and to see it finally come to fruition was awesome. But just because of that doesn't mean there weren't, I didn't find any problems with it. I'm not going to say it's a 10 out of 10. You know, what are you talking about? But Everything Zack Snyder puts out is a 10 out of 10. I'm sure. I'm have you sure. seen Batman versus Superman? Have you seen Sucker Punch? 
<laughs> like Snyder, you're great. You but- know what? You know what? I I realized this. What? There was this movie I really liked as a kid because there was this book series I read called Legend of the Guardians. It was like owls and stuff. Yeah. Did you, did you ever see that movie? No. Well, like it was one of my favorite things as a kid because okay. I loved the books. Guess who directed the movie? Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I didn't find that out till like a few years ago. All right. Like, wow. Release the Snyder Cut of that. First ever PG rated movie. <laughs> Release the Snyder Cut of that. Please. Because like it was so incomplete. I, I could go on. There's like, they set it up for a sequel. Where's that at, Zach? <laughs> Forget Army of the Dead. Where's Legend of the Guardians 2? Just, re- just reboot it. Release it as like a four hour cut on HBO Max. Like, come on. <laughs> what a great movie. But we'll, we'll, we'll be right back to dissect the Zack Snyder's Justice League right after these quick break. And so stay tuned and we'll be right back. What's going on, Misfit Gang? Are you looking for a friendly comic book shop where you can talk to the owners while you're shopping? Well, look no further than Docking Bay 94. Located conveniently near Parkland, Boca Raton, and Coconut Creek here in Florida, Docking Bay 94 is your one-stop shop for all your comic and game needs. In business for over 22 years, John Miller and his friendly staff will always be available to assist you and your friends with anything comic book related. If you don't live in Florida but you want to support them, they do offer a subscription service where you can have your comic book shipped to you wherever you are in the United States. Visit their website at comicandgames.com to find out more information. Are you tired of seeing the same whiteboard in the back of your comics? Then Comic Clear is just for you. With its high quality, cost effective clear backing board, collectors from all ranges can now enjoy the back of their comics as much as the front. With their archival PET plastic and boards that are twice as rigid as the standard white ones, Comic Clear is the perfect solution if you're serious about collecting. Comic Misfit listeners, that's right, you guys get 10% off your order by simply using our promo code MISFITGANG10 at checkout. Head over to their website today at comicclearsupplies.com to get yours. Comic Clear. The difference is clear. That's brilliant. Yep. Thank you, Comic Clear. Aiden got like a little voice in there. It's perfect. I loved it. All right, guys. You know what that means? We jumped to ads. So thank you, John at Docking Bay. And thank you to Steve at Comic Clear for your support of the show. We love you guys. But that now means... That everything we talk about going forward is going to be spoilers. Um, doesn't mean we're going to go through it uh, scene by scene, shot by shot, but we're we have we're going to freely talk about the film in any way. So, if you haven't seen Justice League, uh, the Snyder Cut right yet, I'd suggest watching it and then coming back. Or if you don't care and you just want to listen to us and then watch it, go for it. But from now on, we're going to spoil um, Justice League for you guys. All right, so let's just get started. We talked about the length of the film being four hours. Thoughts? Whoever wants to go first. You know, I didn't have a problem with it. Okay. It didn't feel that long. It felt like I was binging a TV show. Bingo. So... I mean, as a movie, to some people, I can get how they'd get scared off because it is four hours. Yeah. But, I mean, you can also watch it like a miniseries. Yeah. Or, 
I don't know. I prefer watching it all the way through. Because I remember the first time I watched it, I started it at like 10.30 Thursday night because I had just gotten home from work. Yeah, you, you texted me. Yeah, so I'm watching the movie and I'm like, oh man, this is great. I paused it to go to the bathroom and I was like, okay, there's still like two, three hours left. I was like two hours and 30 minutes in. Wow. And then wow. I come back and finish it and I'm like, oh man, it's probably like, uh, what, two o'clock now? It's 3.30. <laughs> felt like nothing it was wonderful the pacing was <laughs> so the pacing was really good because for me it didn't feel like it was slow in some parts like as we talked about there were some like Zack snyder shots that like maybe could have been taken out mm -hmm. but besides that like the story is paced well and it didn't feel like it was just dragging on and it was like useless story every everything was like crucial and important to the story mm. except for the snyder shots but <laughs> Zach, what'd you think? I would do it. I, I would I would watch it all over again um, with as long as it takes. Do I think it's probably for it probably should have uh, been cut up into maybe two parts or, um, you know, given us like a part one and part two, just so it's easier on everybody else as like a generalization. Yeah, I, I think, you know, maybe it should have been, you know, broken up. Um, I, I know like, you know, Endgame was three hours. Um, I think what the Titanic was like three hours too. So I know that once you get around like that three hour, 30 minute time frame, you're kind of like, all right, dude, like let's, let's speed it up a little bit. Maybe let's cut, you know, maybe you could have cut some parts out to make it closer to that three hour and 30 minute time frame, but right. four hours for this particular movie was, was it honestly felt like I could probably watch another hour and a half of it to be like, you know, <laughs> to be honest, like it, it didn't phase me at all. No, see, I, I agree with both of you. Aiden made a really good point where he talked about how this was like what, binging a series. And mm -hmm. I 100% believe that if this film had come out in 2017, it would have flopped. Because, of because in 2017, we as a society, we live in a society, that in mm -hmm. 2017 did not have the, 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 the time span to sit through four hours of a film. But okay. because of 2020 and we were all stuck at home oh. binging like nobody's business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You put a four hour film out there. Now people can sit through it. And I don't think if this had come out any other time, it would have worked. I think that comparison, I think that this film was totally made for 2021 because maybe now we have his plan all along. Maybe it was his grandmaster plan. It's the anti-life equation, I, but it's the life equation. It's the life equation. Actually, the life, life. actually, the life equation is a thing. Yeah. So, I know. Um, but yeah, I, I really think that be, the four hour runtime did help that it was 2021. I, here's the thing. When I, when I was so hyped for this film, too hyped, it was not even fair. Like I, I can't believe what March is almost over because I've been looking forward to this film at least since August. And mm -hmm. now it's now it's almost April, <laughs> but I was so excited for this film on, on, on Wednesday night, I was watching the red carpet event with Kevin Smith and Zack Snyder. I was watching everything I could watch. I was staying away from any reviews or whatever, because I don't trust reviews anymore. But so I go to bed at like one o'clock because that's when the red carpet event ended and Snyder and Kevin Smith were like, like, 
being such teases. They're like, oh, you can watch it now. I'm like, let's go. And then he goes, oh, wait, just kidding. Uh, I just got a call from Warner Brothers. It's only at 3 a.m. Eastern. It's actually 12 p.m., 12 a.m. West um, Pacific. I'm like, oh, you guys suck. And so I went to bed. And I was like, all right, I'll just watch it tomorrow night, whatever. But something came over me. I woke up at 5 a.m. to grab a drink of water, and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I was like, you know what? Why not? Press play. And I just watched the whole thing from 5 to 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> nice. And it was good. It was very good. Um, I just... Was it long? Yeah, it was long. And I kind of mentioned that a little bit earlier. I, I, I could see this being... have I could have seen this being a three and a half hour film. No problem. There were things you could have cut out. Right, For a sure. lot like we mentioned, like a lot of the slow parts you got to cut out. You could have cut out the uh, the um, the Icelandic, like the, the the lady singing to Aquaman. I, I I liked that. Why? A little bit. How did that? Like, how did that make sense? I didn't understand. So, like, if you it, think, did it make sense? No. So why did you? Did like it, it sound nice? Yes. I guess. It was like a different because the film score was so different because it was someone completely different. Which mm-hmm. Danny Elfman did it better. I'm just gonna say that right now. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just interesting instead of like an orchestral thing or like an Aquaman theme, it's just Icelandic vocal stuff. It's different. It's Zack Snyder. It's Zach, that's the thing. It's Zack Snyder. Yeah. I don't. I, Maybe I, it couldn't have focused in on them or kept the song going on as long, but I think the song in itself isn't that bad. Well, I understand why he was there. It was kind of as, it was kind of like they worshiped him. Yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. I understood where I was going. I just think, like, that was one of the first parts of the film that Kim actually said, okay, pause, what's going on? And I had to, like, okay, this is what's going on. Like, they're worshiping him because he can, like, he's half he's half man, half fish. Yeah. Or in the words of Leto, fish, he's a fish stick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> so ah, ah, ah. So good. Um, but we're not there yet. Uh, yeah. I I just like that. Um, I like the idea because Snyder has always been like a grandiose type of guy, right? He's always looking for the for the Christ-like um, representation in his films. Like, watch any of his films. They're there. Like, in this one, it was like Superman going up in the sky with his hands raised up and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is part of it because these heroes are godlike in a way. In, yeah. in, in comics, like, you can't really f- f- go underwater, <laughs> right? And so just they, are, they, were, they were doing their thing, and I get it. And at the same time, it makes, it makes me feel as if the, the, the music score, like we were talking about, was that the original score that Snyder had in mind? I don't know. Or was this it what he had to play with, with the 70 million that he got, or 70,000, I think it was million, that he got... To finish the film, yeah, it sounded like they hired the Junkie XL to come back midway through, but I'm not entirely sure. Well, from what I understood, that he he finished the score like a week and a half before the movie released. Yeah, but the question I was I'm I'm trying to think figure out is like is that what they always had in mind for those right. scenes? Like you know the scene where Aquaman is is going to the water after saving the sailor, right? In the original, it was like some rock like upbeat song and this one was like this really weird yeah like song and i'm kind of like 
I understand the meaning behind the music. Like I had the closed captioning on for that exact reason to understand what was going on. But was that really the best option for a song? The dude's jumping in water. I mean, maybe it was to differentiate it more from 2017. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of this music. The new Wonder Woman theme wasn't that good. Honestly, I kind of agree with what you had to say, Pedro, because now that I'm thinking about it, like it seemed like every song that they played with like that character was like the full song. And that was probably around a good three minutes, three and a half minutes that we're kind of just sitting there like, all right, like, you know, kind of get get the pace going because they, they weren't just like little snippets and then they jump to the next scene and, you know, they have like the song linger or fade out. This right. was like a full, you know, whole song that they played and they left it on that scene. So I I. I could see why, you know, you would make that comment because that's I think it was around the um, the Barry Allen one um, where he meets Iris for the first time that that felt a little drug out to me, but not as bad as like the other ones. Um, I could. Yeah, that Aquaman part that was like, mm, like you, I could have done without it, but and still enjoyed the movie if they chopped it up to maybe 15 seconds, not a whole minute or however long it was actually. Yeah. And I think that was the biggest problem I had was that. They played the whole song, and I and I get that the song had the lyrics were meaningful to, yeah. to both of the songs, right? To the one in the beginning uh, with um, Lois grabbing the coffee and going to to the to the memorial. I understood I understood the meaning behind the song. Mm-hmm. I also understood the meaning behind the song of of Aquaman jumping back yeah. in the water. I just think it was yeah. too much for me. I'm just kind of like, okay, like I get it. You're you're dragging it out a little more than you could, and that's why when I was talking to Aiden when we when he was watching the movie for the first time, I was like, "Hey man, like it's a slow burn," because the first three, if you get through the first like the first three parts, pretty slow, but once you get to part four, I would say it picks up halfway through part two. Okay, when mm-hmm. it's because that scene where they first fight Dark Side. Or it's the flashback. That's in part the, two. The history lesson, yeah. The history lesson, yeah. That's at the like near the end of part two. Mm-hmm. It starts picking up then. It gets exciting because you're like, ooh, dark side, dark side's coming. And then it goes to part three where it just pushes it. No, I think it's I think pedal to the metal. Part three to me was slow. Part three was the it was slow but very important. Yeah. It was the introduction of Barry Allen. It was the introduction of, of um, I almost said Ray Fisher. The, <laughs> the, the introduction of, of Victor Stone. Yeah. And you got their backstories, which I thought was great. But I, it, it, just, it wasn't, the action wasn't there yet. The action was right after um, Steppenwolf grabs the second mother box and he's saying, now this world's going to suffer. Yeah. And then when he goes back and he goes to part four, I can four, see that. five, and six just destroy anything. I would, but what I, I get yeah. what you're saying personally because, for me, it no, got but I, I understand it because yeah. the first two parts were kind of almost it wasn't, but kind of shot for shot of the original Justice League film. Just more footage, just and more footage, more dialogue. So you're kind of just like, oh my gosh, like I saw this. Yeah. This is, and that's what I'm at five in the morning. I'm like, is this really what this is going to be? Because the part where Barry talks to his dad in the original is like 15, 20 minutes in. That scene in the Snyder Cut is like an hour into yeah. the movie. Yeah, it's crazy. No, oh, yeah, for sure. And so I, I was just, I was just, to me, I'm just like, man, it's gonna be the same yeah. thing. And back to that scene we were talking about about Barry's first scene, and like the song is kind of slow, right? Here's my theory. Maybe it's a little bit of Zack Snyder geniusness here. Maybe 
it's long and drawn out and slow because Barry's the only thing moving fast. We are immersed. We are going slow because Barry is going super fast. Yeah, I don't doubt that at all. No, I, I see Zack was, Snyder is a visionary genius. He, I never said he wasn't. No, I agree with you, dude. I, I think that every time um, Flash was going fast, we were actually slow. It's a very good point, though. I didn't think about that. Also, another point that I didn't think of, Kim came up with it at the end, right? Right. When you're... When you when you when you get to Arkham, which we didn't know was Arkham in the original, so I got super excited for that. When you're at Arkham and you see the the copycat um, Lex, yeah. What if the Joker helped Lex escape and gave that guy Joker gas, and that's Maybe. why he was laughing. Ooh, that's yeah, what, I like that, that. That's what Kim yeah. said. I go, wait, what? What did you just say? Like. That was a stroke of genius. I didn't even think of that because he was laughing yeah. just like it was a Joker gas type thing. That's possible. Yeah. What if the Joker helped Deathstroke escape? And then the freaking Batman film that we were supposed to get was Joker and Deathstroke. I think that's what it was. Get to Bruce. To and that's how Joker knows Bruce is Bruce. And that's when he kills Robin. No, he Ooh, killed Robin before. Epic. Aiden, let me let me have a moment. I mean, you're wrong, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but but at least he would that would make more sense on why Joker knows Bruce's Batman, or there's some other drawn out reason that yeah. we don't we will never know. But restore the Snyderverse, and we'll know. That's true. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I I get what you guys are saying. I I I just it was some parts didn't really need to be there, but again, it doesn't matter. You know. A really cool part that I thought of, didn't think of, I saw it, we watched. Um, it was when Lois was getting up to go to work for the first time since Superman died, which didn't really explain how long of a break it was. Which is which I yeah, wish. Yeah, that's one thing I was wondering. How I w- long? I wish I wish they gave like a kind of like yo, you've been like not coming to work for like four months or like it's been ten days. I, I wish I knew how long it's been. Since the death of Superman, because I loved how this film started right as Batman vs Superman yes. ended. That was one of my favorite parts because that's such a Zack Snyder thing to do. That's mm-hmm. how Batman vs Superman started right as Man of Steel, Man was, of Steel ending. was ending. So it just makes complete Zack Snyder sense to start this film as Batman Superman's uh, finishing mm-hmm. and sh- explaining that that Superman awoke the mother boxes. And I thought that was genius. Was it was, yeah. was it was it drawn out? Probably a little bit. No, I, I I don't think it was. I think that was perfect. Yeah, I think, I think it think just showed like with- how it affected it globally instead of just the main locations from these characters' backstories, like yeah. Atlantis or uh, Themyscira. It affected everything. Mm. So I think mm-hmm. it did kind of need to be drawn out like that. The way that it hit, you know, obviously the closest one there was um, that mother box with Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it started doing everything. I was like, I was already looking forward to it going to the Amazons and then going to uh, the Atlantean stronghold. So as it was going, it just seemed like his ripples for like, so the way I saw it was this is like the strongest comic book character like ever, right? Like his, like his death 
has to be somewhat massive, right? So when he died and all those, you know, his voice just kept rippling throughout the world. I was like, oh, geez, like this is the like this is the magnitude that I expected had Superman had died in real life. Right. So the way that it just kept going and it was stronger and stronger and it just, you know, it went everywhere and everybody was affected by it. I was like, all right, dude, like this it already set the tone for how how this movie was going to be pretty much. No. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think that was I love the beginning of the movie. No so, doubt. Mm-hmm. So well done. So much better than a, a random um, J- Joss Whedon uh, Batman scene, yeah. which ironically enough, I really enjoyed. And I thought it was a Snyder scene, but it, it wasn't yeah. because Snyder said he didn't put anything from the Whedon cut and he put everything that he did and he didn't put that in there. Well, I mean, there were a few shots that were in the Whedon cut, but perhaps he had no way of knowing. I don't know. Hmm. No, a lot of scenes. Yeah, like yeah. Ten, ten percent or fifteen percent of the of the Whedon cut had Snyder. Okay. Not, yeah. Snyder said he wasn't going to put anything from the Whedon. He didn't, that Whedon reshot. Yeah, he okay. didn't put anything that, that was reshot. Yeah. So that's why I think that okay. the. I was confused. Pretty good. Sorry. Yeah. That's why I think the 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 intro to Batman with the yeah. fear thing that was a Whedon thing because yeah. the parademons were never really explained as smelling fear in this one either. Right. Ooh. Yeah. And that little weird green blood wasn't there because no red blood was there. <laughs> oh, this mm-hmm. movie loved its red blood. Yeah, oh, but this geez. movie never explained that parademons fed on fear because it didn't really need to. I like, know that whole I'm... thing was. It's like, oh, they feed on fear. Steppenwolf's scared. Oh, he's gone. Exactly. No, I, don't I agree. Need that here you don't. Need his it. death was like ten times better. No, I know you, you don't need it, but that's one of, one of the things I, I I noticed that was like a prompt to me. Obviously, there was a few big differences. That's one. That that was one. Of, that was a bigger difference. Because in the original, you didn't really get a lot of um, explanation for people's backstories. And I don't want to just sit here and compare and contrast both movies. Because if we do that, we're going to sit here for five, six hours. As long as the Snyder Cut. Yeah, and we don't need to do that. But, Hmm. you know, there there were a lot of differences. So if you watched the Justice League film and you liked it, then you probably should watch this. It's going to love it. Um, the time is not that big of a deal for people that enjoy the film. And I'll tell you what, the film was really created for the fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They Snyder, cause Snyder got his money for, to reshoot some parts and he, it, it was kind of like a big middle finger to like everybody. Cause you did it on HBO max. You can do whatever you want yeah. at this point. It's, it's a streaming service. You're not like, you know, constricted to time limits like Zach talked about earlier about the, you know, three hour, three and a half hour films. You don't have that problem anymore because you're on streaming service. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. So that's why he kind of did all those slow scenes, like that part when Lois is walking and the daily planet truck comes and just stops there. From what I understand, they only shot like five extra minutes. They only shot two scenes. Nightmare. The nightmare scene was shot was was shot because backyard. Fun fact. Interesting. Yeah. The 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 nightmare scene was shot because um well actually I have the quote. Deborah Snyder talked about it in a interview she had with I believe Insider and she said Zach always felt the ultimate for him was to see Batman and Joker together in a scene. It was something we thought about a while working on the movie but we couldn't figure out how to do it. So when we had the opportunity to do the movie again, that's something he really wanted to do. So that scene was reshot. The entire nightmare scene was never created in 2017. Yeah. 
I mean, you can tell it was reshot. Like, Grant, uh, not Grant Gustin, I'm sorry. Ezra Miller is not actually there. It's a CGI body double. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Um, you can tell. Ezra was there. He was being he was being recorded. He was being filmed through Zoom, actually. Some of his shots in the nightmare scene, if you look closely, like you know that. it's it's not right. It's animated. Is it? Okay, yeah. so yeah, so at, well I mean, here's I know he, I know he reshot some scenes for this film, but I don't he think reshot he's there those for two, nightmare. Well he he so I was trying to get it. And he, he shot two scenes for this film. Um Snyder reshot two scenes. It was a nightmare scene, which they never had more than one person shooting at the same time. So Jared Leto was shooting all by himself, and then Ben Affleck came in and re- and shot everything by himself. That's and he, a little sad. And he put it. Here's the thing, though. Ben Affleck looks better now than he did when he did the original <laughs> film. Yeah. And so that was a masterpiece. But and so that scene was was done that way, and Ezra Miller was not there because he's filming Fantastic Fantastic Beast yeah. Three, so he did some of the most of the filming he did was via Zoom. Yeah, and then I'm, I guess they had some stuff, but I I don't know that. But I'm gonna watch the documentary that were just released on making the Snyder Cut. I'm sure it's gonna explain there. And then the other scene that was reshot was when Bruce woke up from the nightmare scene, and him talking to the Martian Manhunter. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So those that's two right. scenes were the only, like, he, they only reshot the epilogue. Everything else was already done. And you can tell because Bruce, uh, the, the cowl didn't fit him yeah. as well as it did. But mm. he looked just like he was 21 years old or something when yeah. he got out of that bed. And I'm like, wait, was this reshot or is this original? And I'm like, no, it couldn't be original. Huh. And it, it was good. It, yeah. Those are the only two parts, the, the, the only two things of the film that were actually shot everything else already existed and a lot of the money that like i think it was 17 no, 70 i think it was 30 million it was like 30 to 70 number. million it was something like that all that money was used really for finishing the visual effects yeah. getting the score done and some yeah. filming which was what and we then got zach hmm. snyder didn't take any money no no yeah that's what i'm saying what dude. a legend I'm saying release it in DVD and Blu-ray and, and, and 30% suicide prevention, 30% to Zach HBO gets the rest. They, they can deal with it. Come on, Warner brothers, do the right thing. Come on, man. Huh. Now, you no know, talking about the Snyderverse. What do you think the possibility of restoring the universe? Ex- do you think that exists? I think if it does, if it does well on HBO Max, like they get a lot of people, a lot of new subscribers, because think of how their subscriber numbers are going to shoot up because of people just buying it to watch Snyder Cut. Yeah, there's no free trial, so they're they're still paying for the movie. Yeah. So that they're going to get a crap ton of money from this movie. I think they. Here's my. Here's what I would do. So you keep releasing DC movies in theaters. You keep that universe going, but on HBO Max. You release a couple little mini series, mm-hmm. kind of like Snyder Cut. Like make it one full length thing, but also have different chapters so people can watch it in different episodes. Mm-hmm. Give us the Ben Affleck Batman, or Ben Affleck Batman, and maybe a Justice League too, or whatever other movies Zack Snyder was going to tell the story with. Put those on HBO Max. So that way you have your own contained little thing. 
You can have people who are buying HBO Max just so they can watch the rest of the Snyderverse. But then the people who are watching the movies in theaters aren't missing anything because they're still getting movies in theaters. But then they can also enjoy it on HBO Max. I saw that there was this quote, right, from like the head or one of the heads of Warner Brothers. And she was like, this is it. Like, you know, Zack Snyder's DCEU is... um is done here like you know we're you're lucky you guys pretty much even got that is what it seemed like to <laughs> right. me but there was a picture there was a picture that i saw that it was like um time warner was all the way up top and then it broke off into like two like two branches and one side of that branch was hbo max and she was not over that side so that's when you know that whole theory came in where people were like oh let's just do uh hbo max you know multiverse and just give it all to zack snyder since he obviously knows what he's doing and then as far as, you know, Justice, um, yeah, Justice League, it'll still be canon just for like a different timeline, which it would work as soon as Ezra Miller's um, Flashpoint, you know, becomes relevant and actually comes out. So, yeah, I mean, it, it could definitely happen. I don't see why it shouldn't. It's it kind of reminds me of like, um, oh, what was it? Um, oh, the Sonic movie. You remember when like fans were just pissed because of like his CGI in the yeah. beginning, right? And then. And, uh, you know, they came back and were like, hold on, let's let's fix this. And yeah. then they actually made him look like Sonic. And so it dude, it's like there's power from the audience, dude, like for sure. So mm -hmm. if I'm sure if enough pe people complain about it, like how we got the, the, you know, the Snyder cut, I'm sure we could get, you know, get this ball going, dude, because it's uh, I want to know how many people I, I remember trying to watch it actually on um, HBO Max the first day. And it, it kept crashing for me. Like, really? you know, my app was like, yeah, it was acting weird. Yeah. Interesting. Well, here's the thing. HBO set the precedent. <laughs> and now, for lack of a better term, they're screwed. Because mm. they set the precedent that, hey, if people, if a lot of, like, kind of like you mentioned, Zach, if people complain enough or, quote unquote, create fancy hashtags, they'll get what they want. And that was my biggest mm -hmm. problem with the, with this whole release of Snyder Cut. Um, phenomenon to begin with because it's like the people kind of like telling the, the studios yeah. what they want which is great and whatnot like you know people do deserve to get um heard for what they want to see and stuff like if they're paying tickets to go see something they should be able to they should they but at the same time they shouldn't really hold yeah. uh a, a what do you what do you call them like a tv you know um a studio they shouldn't be holding a studio hostage so for that example so for example the warner brothers president she said that the air cut's not coming out. Like, that's not happening, period. Yeah, yeah. But, again, enough people complain, enough people put out stuff, it might happen. But I don't think it will because there's not enough heart behind it. The Snyder Cut had a heart behind it. The Snyder Cut, he was betrayed, right? He had a family tragedy. Yeah. And they just kicked him out and brought this other guy in to finish his film. He was betrayed. It kind of, point. And and they, I, David Ayer wasn't betrayed. He just. I mean, he he totally was. He totally was. He, he wasn't. had his own vision of this movie, and because the studio didn't like the direction he was taking as a creative person or a person who creates stuff, yeah. They tell him, "No, screw you. You're doing this. You're not getting to make but the movie you he, wanted." But he agreed to their his his. He signed a contract with them. He agreed to do what they wanted him to do. It's not like he was doing this. It's not an indie film. If it was an indie right. film, then yeah, like do what you want. But he signed a contract with Warner Brothers to do their film, and 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 he gave it, his idea. 
but then like, Hey, we don't want to go that direction. And as un- under contract, you signed a pay, you signed the papers. You have to do what they tell you. Snyder didn't get that chance. Snyder didn't right. get a chance that's to finish true. his film. That's true. He got, he got, he got quote unquote fired because his daughter killed herself. Like how, how, how is that right? Yeah. That's two different things. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I love, I wish I could see the air cut. Cause I, like, I, I think I mentioned to you, I tried to watch every film before the, the justice league came out on Thursday. I couldn't get past maybe 45 minutes of suicide squad. You know what? Hot take time. Get that hot take alarm ready. Suicide Squad is not a bad movie. Okay. If you watch it as like a so bad it's good movie, it is a great movie. We're gonna mute you from now on. It, was it is like it's like a B level movie. No, like you know those like really no. sucky B level movies that like to, are on like, like the DVDs at Walmart. Or I'd something like the like listeners that. to understand something real quick before I continue my 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 soapbox. Aiden thinks Suicide Squad is a good movie. It is better than, the but he first thinks Wonder, Wonder Woman movie. is bad. Wonder Woman is a trash movie. Nope. Cancel Aiden. Sorry. Cancel Aiden. Barry and Aiden. Come on at me. One. You're on your own, dude. That was terrible. Come that was at a me. terrible take. Anyways, I don't think the I I, I don't think the air cuts coming out, which is sad. Yeah. I really wish I could see it. I really do. But it's two different things. One, you agreed to do something and they took you a different direction. Like that that always happens, right? Like, you know, artistic the artistic mind yeah. works a different way. So they don't understand what quote unquote makes money. And Suicide Squad Suicide Squad made money. It did. Sure. So it got the it got what the studio wanted. Justice League I did just, not I make money. I still don't think it's right. Like I know he, he agreed to it, which it's fine. But like <laughs> I still don't like but that's the that problem. People can't make the stuff they want to make. Well that's and they're like welcome bullied to, welcome, into welcome to welcome to the yeah, re- welcome to real life, bud. I know. That's how life works. <laughs> and that's the problem because no that's the problem. The problem is the release of Snyder Cut phenomenon created this new precedent that people think now, oh, I can just say release whatever, whatever cut yeah. and it's going to happen. It's not. I think at the end of the day, Warner Brothers realized what they did to Zach was messed up. I hope they did. And they're like, wait, how can we make this better? And then they did the film. And it's like, okay, now you have your chance to show your artistic visionary, whatever. You have all this money. Like you have like this 30, 40, 50, whatever million dollars that you can, you can spend on this. You have as much time as you want to put on it because it's going to be a streaming service. So it was kind of like his, yeah. his like, like victory lap, you would say. He finished his trilogy. Yeah. He left a lot of things wide open for, for it to continue. But it still kind of closed the trilogy. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you can you can get a Martian Manhunter film out of it. Yes, this movie sets up the Flash movie, 100%. You can bring in a Cyborg film from this movie. The Wonder Woman sequel that we should have gotten was set up in this film, which, I don't know if you guys caught it, is Wonder Woman trying to figure out how to get back to Team Mascara. Maybe that'll be the third one. Maybe. But, because, like, she was looking at the arrow... Because the arrow can take her back home, and so she's trying oh. to find. So she's trying to find her yeah. family because Steppenwolf told her that they all died. She said he's a liar, but she doesn't know. How did she know? So she probably wants mm. to go, yeah, find her family. And so that was a Wonder Woman film set up right there. No, it could still happen. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. No, 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 no need to talk about Deathstroke. <laughs> you know, he knows it's Bruce Wayne is Batman. That's a Deathstroke Batman yeah. film right there. I mean, mm-hmm. 
I think it could still happen on HBO Max. No, I, I agree. Yeah. So that, yeah. I, no, and that, yeah. So you guys both said it. I didn't say anything. I, I believe that it could happen in, in, in on HBO. And it's funny because Kim said the same thing. Kim, as soon as the, the, the movie finished, she goes, you know, what, you know what they should do? They should just let him do his films on HBO and call it a limited series. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, like Watchmen was on there as a limited series. The, the new one, really good, really good TV yeah. show, by the way. They could totally make a Zack Snyder universe limited series on yeah. HBO. hundred percent. I don't, I don't doubt it, but I just don't see it happening. You know what? Um, you know what I did like about the Snyder cut is it ended on a cliffhanger. I wanted that. Yep. A lot of people didn't like that idea. People were hoping like, Oh, maybe he's like reshooting some of two or pushing it all into one movie. I like that. It ended setting up a sequel that we will most likely never see because in the end we got the one movie we, we were campaigning for right. and fighting for. Right. And I mean, sure. It sucks that like it sets up all these things like a Batman movie or Wonder Woman two that we should have gotten instead of 1984. Right. But <laughs> it was Zack Snyder's movie yeah. that he got to make. So I like that. It ended on a cliffhanger and I am happy with that. No, yeah, no doubt. It was a good cliffhanger. It just, I just, we, we, if you need, so for example, like if we're nitpicking, right. And we're talking about things that we could have cut to make it a three and a half hour film. Well, cut the off. movie, technically, if you take out the credits, it's about three hours and 50 minutes, about the same length mm-hmm. as the Watchmen director's cut or the ultimate cut. Cause there's right. like three different cuts of Watchmen. Right. But what I'm saying but is if you want to get yeah, the three, I, I three, you, you can take out the Martian Hunter. Good. There's no yeah. need for him in there. Like, was he great? Yeah. I was kind of bummed that I I got spoiled what he looked like because of comic books. The um, yeah. the Justice League um, run, the current Justice League run, run had a a three variant cover covers. variant covers of the Snyder cut, and one of them was Martian Manhunter, but it kind of was like a sketch. So I was like, ah, that can't be him. And I was like, oh, that looked exactly like him. So I was kind of bummed. <laughs> but I uh, I liked that he was in there. I don't think they should have cut it. Maybe cut out the one with him and Bruce at the end that they, they shot. Yeah. Because it just confirms that like people were like, Oh, Swanwick is definitely John yeah. Jones. Yeah. So it's just like getting that. But you could tell, right? Cool. You could tell. You could tell. Yeah. I, like I think I don't know if I mentioned in the last episode, like you could tell when I was watching men steal, he's totally the Martian Manhunter. Like yeah. Superman breaking the chains did not phase him at all. He's just like, come mm-hmm. at me, bro. Come at me. Try me. I thought it was great. But, you know, one of the things that I would have cut personally if I needed to, if like, hey, you got to cut this film to make it like the, like a theatrical cut of it. Unfortunately, Martian Manhunter, because there was nothing to talk about him for, with him. Uh, I did love how you actually got to see a Green Lantern up close. We saw two. Yep. No, we, oh, yeah, we saw two, but the one yeah. on the history lesson who was actually up close this time. He wasn't yeah. just in the air. Oh, man. You mm-hmm. saw the actual, like, costume. It looked yeah. sick. I can't remember... Who was the Green Lantern? It wasn't Aben Sir. It was Aben Sir. No. Was it Aben Sir? It can't be Aben Sir. Uh, Looks different. That name sounds familiar. Aben Sir is the guy whose ring goes to Green Lantern after he dies. I think that's but him. Hal Jordan's there when he dies. Then that's not him. So it's not him. I don't know. Yeah, who it's, is. it's definitely somebody else. I know. I, I know. Kilowog is the second. Kilowog is in it. Yeah, he's the mm-hmm. second for like a brief second. Did, he was supposed to be in the original cut. They filmed an end credit scene and everything, but. That was cut. Yeah. Where's that cut? Where's the kilowatt cut? Stop. Come on. See, that's the problem. Stop. <laughs> no, yeah, I forgot the name of the guy of the of the lantern. 
he looked died awesome. He looked great though. I mean, dark and, and, and dark. he took on Dark Side like that, like Ooh. and Dark Side just cuts his hand off. Oh. See his ring flying around, <laughs> and Dark Side like reaches for the ring, and someone shoots him with an arrow, and the ring just goes. Someone? You mean um, Ares? Oh yeah, I wasn't expecting him. I didn't know he was in it. Ares is in there. That was awesome. Uh, it would have been really cool if Ares from Wonder Woman was in there. It is Ares from Wonder Woman. No, it's not. Yes, it yeah. is. It's David Thewlis. Same one. Is it? It's Professor Lupin mm-hmm. from Harry Potter. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's Same just one. bald. Yeah. Oh, he's just bald. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's cool. Okay, that's cool. That's what I was saying. Like, man, I wish it was him. So that, that maybe, that's cool. Maybe it was J.K. Simmons. I don't know. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> we spent like too long on that talk last time, man. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I, I was kind of hoping J.K. Simmons was going to have new footage in this. Nah. But no. Uh, not worth it. So wait, Aries was in there? I didn't even notice yeah. Aries was in there. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Aries, yeah, Aries, he puts on the um, helmet. They like make a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. See, I learned thing, something with Aiden every day. And then uh, Zeus looked exactly like Gerard Butler from 300. But he it wasn't did. Right, didn't he? Yeah, he, <laughs> he did. He did look like... Um... Yeah, no, I, I, the history lesson scene was so much better. And I loved how it explained it so much better. Yeah. Um, because this, in the original cut, it's kind of like, oh, just she knows. Wonder Woman knows everything. Yeah. And this one, she actually goes to the Temple of the Amazons and learns, and about, learns it. about it and then yeah. talks to Bruce about it. I thought that was so much better done. And it makes so much more sense to have Darkseid come to t- conquer the well, Earth. it's not Darkseid yet. It's Ox... What's his real name? Oxus or something like that? U-X-A-S? I'd- U-X... U-X... U-X-U-S. So Ox... Uh, I Oxus think it's Darkseid. Or something like that. No, that's the reason why he lost so easily. Because he's not fully Darkseid yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's also very, 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 very young. Yeah. So... It was before the Earth was still Earth. So before- that's why he lost and, like, he, he got destroyed. Yeah, the the yeah. the the I was reading some 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 theories on it. That's when Steppenwolf um did his betrayal. From what I've read and from looking at it, no. So let's talk about Steppenwolf real quick. His backstory was completely fleshed out oh and it made me actually sympathize with the guy. You feel bad for him. And you you know what? I didn't like his new design. It's so much better than the original what? one, but it's still so bad. Really? His I face. Hold on. His face looks like those cute little animal sidekicks from a Disney movie. He does he look cute. He looks too cute. He looks cute, What yeah. the heck? He looks immensely like, cute. He looked like his like spikes and stuff like that. Like I think it was the art director said he did it like that. So it would look alien because we don't understand what aliens would look like. Yeah. So like it looks alien. It looks cool. His face just looks too cute. I don't like it. I thought it was cute. Because his voice is like, bring me the mother boxes or something like that. And then his face just doesn't match his voice at all. I'm still kind of stuck on that whole first part with um, with one of my likes is uh, the way that Steppenwolf came down. You know, when we see his his uh, his costume for the first time when he's fighting the Amazons. Right. Right. And that whole scene, dude, was just I'm glad that it was so much longer 
but just just that whole scene was just so much more brutal and like i feel like his his design went into play with that like you know when he like tipped over that horse and he just like chucked it and he picked it up like oh my gosh one of them yeah and he he just chucked it right and then he like bashed one of them on the side i don't know i i i enjoyed it i liked it and i thought that it went with his his character um the the whole um where you know when the queen she's like amazon's you know what what's your fear or something and uh, show show him your fear fear. we have none yeah show there you go yeah we have no fear i was like oh my god dude like that to me that was huge i was like i got chills at that point because i'm like all right here's like this you know you know steppenwolf and you know they're just ready to just kick some kick some butt (laughs) no for sure and the the, the interesting thing though i was thinking about it later on those Amazons were just chilling in that little dome for ever. Thousands of years. Thousands of years chilling in the yeah. dome. And one of the cool parts that I liked about that scene is that, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not always, I'm not the voice of reason all the time. In the original cut, the temple doesn't go underwater. It doesn't. No. No, it doesn't. And that to me was fantastic. When they're like, drown it or close or seal it up. To you, to me, like in the original ones, like seal it up, I like close the door. No, 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 seal it up is destroy it to go underwater mm-hmm. so then you can save the mother box. That makes so much more sense. And when I saw that, I was like, wow. So these Amazons literally live in this box that they are okay with dying to protect this, the, the mother box. So I, I, the Amazon scene was so much better in the Snyder cut because it gave more, um, you know, emotion because you see, you know, the, the queen, 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 um, Hippolyta, Hippolyta looking down at the, at the, at the, you know, destroyed dome. Like, Oh man, we sacrificed a lot of people today. Like she didn't say that, but you can see in her face, like we sacrificed a lot of people to save the mother box. And then the parademons Mm -hmm. and Steppenwolf just jump up and she's like, Oh bleep. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I like re- how I liked how she didn't cry with that particular part. Yeah. But when, when but when we jump forward, though, and Cyborg has like that little flash forward scene and, you know, we see uh, Wonder Woman, you know, deceased. Yeah. Um, and she's crying. And I'm like, oh, dude, like, you know, like that just she just lost, you know, I don't even know what 500, 250 people in that you know when it goes underneath water and then she just lost her daughter and i'm like all right like you know that's how it took that amount of i guess death from wonder woman to just to break her and you know where she just tears up yeah and that was one of the reasons why i think the next wonder woman film would have been her going back to team uh team mascara because of that um flash forward uh the mm-hmm. cyborg had but yeah no that that same mascara scene was amazing it was yeah. very. It was very. His nice. armor, like I like his armor. I just want to make that clear. His armor looks dope. Yeah, his face. His face. Is the only he thing didn't I like his probably. face. That part where they shoot the arrows and he just like puffs up, flexes his armor. Oh my gosh! It, that made, was cool. it made me yeah. laugh. I wasn't like excited. But kind of, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, that got me like giddy for. It a got second. you too hyped. Yeah. No, what got me hyped <laughs> was at the end of another classic uh, Snyder slow mo. When the Batmobile yeah, and yeah. the entire oh league gosh. is go, bro, going through the broken, uh, the broken building. That's when I cried. I thought that was dope. Like hard. Mm. Thought that was Tears dope. Okay, Aiden, don't lie. No, I love speaking of slow mo shots, and we're still talking about Steppenwolf. His death was so awesome. Yeah. At the end, like 
Superman like punches him or whatever, and he's flying towards that portal, and Wonder Woman just comes out and chops off his head, and his head goes through the portal. Yeah, well, his whole body goes through the portal. Yeah, or no, his head like goes through the portal and straight to Dark Side, and Dark Side just like steps on it. Yeah, well, his whole his thing. As I'm yeah. saying, his whole body went through, yeah. but the head just kind yeah, of no, like that's, a soccer that's ball. That's what I was saying, and he stopped like a soccer player. Yeah. And that was good. <laughs> but I I loved like I'm like I mentioned, I loved how you you got more for steppenwolf he's he wasn't he he was he was given a story he was it's like he betrayed in this movie his uncle but in reality that's his that's his nephew actually so don't get it twisted dark side is steppenwolf's nephew but in the movie it's his is it yeah in the movie they met i thought it was aries no, in the comics, in the comics, I wouldn't make that a sound. In, in the, the comics. comics. Okay. In the comics. <laughs> Steppenwolf is the brother of Darkseid's dad. Okay. 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 And so he's his <laughs> uncle. Because I know they dropped okay. nephew and uncle, but like, I didn't catch that it was Darkseid yeah, and Steppenwolf's Yeah, uncle. the sod in the movie mentioned that you, you betrayed your own family. And then when Darkseid comes up, I think he says uncle or, or something like that. He mentions uncle. Oh, okay. Yeah. I still thought it was Steppenwolf is Darkseid's uncle. Oh, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I watched it three times yeah. one of them was sleeping. Let's be real. But no, I... I mean, it would make more sense from a story standpoint in this to, to have, have him it be and, like yeah, because, Steppenwolf's the nephew. Because yeah. he's like, he looks cute. He's probably a lot younger. That's why he looks cute. <laughs> it's probably a Zack Snyder visionary decision. Yeah, I agree. But, I, but yeah, but in the... And so going back to the the... How how we ever how we got to Steppenwolf's um, story? From my theory, is that when Darkseid came to Earth the first time, which by the way wasn't even called Earth at that point, this was before the Atlanteans went down their ground and yeah. before the Amazons were banished to Themyscira. So, for all the haters out there from Marvel that say, "Oh, how did Darkseid forget that the identity life equation was on Earth? Like you were there before." was it called earth it wasn't called earth it was probably a pangea still mm. <laughs> like <laughs> let's be real it was it was thousands and thousands and thousands of years before this film so you can't make that comparison that's number one but anyways i think that steppenwolf tried to um take over at that point once he saw dark side and you know, wounded and almost dying and i think that's when the betrayal happened and so he's been like shunned since then trying to get 50, yeah. 100,000 million billion planets or whatever for him. And then when he mentioned that, I'm like, holy crap. Like how many planets do you got to kill? <laughs> how many more mother? Was like, and that's what I love. He wasn't a little mama's boy with the weird boxes this time around either. I, I, I liked how that he didn't, he wasn't like a weird, like talking to these boxes. It's like it was his mom, which in the big, which in the, which in the original, I was confused. Like, wait, how is what? He hears the voice. Yeah, but in this one, he's yeah. he in this one he still hears it, but it doesn't make it weird. You know, yeah. the the voice is called to him to to leave from the well, battle. It's just Joshua Eden making it weird because like he couldn't bring in Dark Side, but yeah, he well he could, he just didn't want to. It wasn't part of the plan of Warner Brothers to bring in Dark Side. Yeah, I would say because they had the option to bring him in. Wasn't he always a part of the plan though? Darkseid was always part of the plan. So, right? Yeah, he was always part of the plan because Justice League 2 was supposed to be yeah. Darkseid coming to Earth, finding the anti-life equation, killing, the like, 
making Lois become a skeleton, which that scene blew my yeah. mind. And then as Justice League 3 was supposed to be the nightmare sequence when you saw Flash going back. Like, she's the key, Bruce. She's yeah. the key, which I love. But here's the thing. I one of the... For for all the all the hate I gave, like what I gave like a one point eight last time, yeah. All the hate for the original cut. One of the best, my one of my favorite parts of the cut, looking back after watching the Snyder cut, is how Whedon made Batman. Let me try to find the the right words before I get destroyed. Whedon made Batman trash, right? Like making one liners, kind of being stupid. But the one thing he did get right was Batman always has a plan. Batman always has a, always has a, a, a contingency plan. I can't speak today. Backup plan. <laughs> Backup plan, yeah. The, the easier way to say it. So when Superman was resurrected, Batman had a plan. He goes, you know, bring in Lois. I know he's going to know who she is. In the Snyder Cut, it was kind of like he had no plan. He just assumed it would be okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Lois was just randomly there. So that... That was one of my things. If again, if I'm being really nitpicky because I enjoyed the film, but I have to be nitpicky. I can't just say it was glorious all the time. That was something that kind of bothered me because Batman always has a plan, period. He he always has one. And so for him not to have one in this cut yeah. was kind of weird. Or maybe maybe I I saw it as like maybe it's like a humbling thing. Like he really wanted to bring Superman back for the Justice League, right? Yeah. So we had this plan, and he was like, oh, it's all going to work. And then it doesn't work. So then it's just like, oh, I got too overconfident in myself in this situation. Could have been. I mean, I don't think I don't think he's like this all the time. Like, yeah, he always has a backup plan. But I think maybe this, it was desperation that caused him to. Yeah, I, I like this Batman because yeah. he gave him, he, he had some hope in him. And he says faith. it all the time, faith. He has faith, faith. And I thought it was awesome because... How many years in Gotham, like, you know, you, yeah. you, you call back to BV, BVS, how many years in Gotham, you know, and, and how many yeah. people have, like, you know, been bad. And so he doesn't believe in anything. And in this one, he's like, no, Alfred, I have faith. I'm strictly going off faith right now. And I'm like, that's awesome. Because you see in it's the, like, in the it's trilogy. It's like an end to his arc. Kind exactly. Of. He's, like, pessimistic. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's optimism. Yeah. He so, like, that's why I'm saying that the, that's why I don't think we're going to see anything else after this film. Because... Yes, there was a lot that could have been completed uh, that could go on from this film, but the arcs completed, and that's why it was cool. Like you know, even the uh, the, the the flash scene with Iris, you don't know it's Iris. It's it, never explained. You know, you don't have to know. And I think that was one of the biggest uh, complaints some Marvel nerds told me. It's like, yeah, what's the point on that? Because like, you don't know who that is. Like, you don't need to know. It's him still being a good person. It's him being a good person, saving someone. And we know, nerd DC nerds know it's Iris. And maybe it's going to be talked about in the Flash movie, Hello, that's coming out, she's, which she's she has in been it. casted in. So, like, hey, mm-hmm. give it a shot. Stop always finding faults in every single thing. You know? And this film was a great close to his uh, Snyder trilogy. If I, never ha- if I never get one more Snyder DC film, I am satisfied with what I got. Was it perfect? No, because I wish we got more. But if I had to say something like, yeah, I'm happy with what we ended up getting. I'm happy with the trilogy. Watching this film now makes a, makes Man of Steel a lot better. 
It makes Batman vs. Superman a lot better. So now watching that as a trilogy is great because you have a beginning, a middle, and an end. That's all you need in a film. Uh, I will go on to say that this is my favorite DC movie, period. Before, besides BVS. But BVS is my favorite DCEU movie. But overall, I see. I see. Overall, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For DC. My favorite DC movie up until this point was Dark Knight Rises. Great movie. Great movie. But now, Justice League took over as one of my favorite DC movies ever. It's so good because it's mm-hmm. it's the opposite of Marvel. <laughs> it's long. It's drawn out. It's violent. It's great. Love it. Yeah, it's... And com- it's Zack Snyder. It's the complete opposite. And it, it blows away Endgame out of the water. It blows away Infinity War. The problem is... Oh, yeah. The problem is that... If you didn't like the first film, you're going to go into the film already hating it, and so you're going to complain regardless of what happens. So that's why I that's why I was trying to stay away from critics, because the critics that complain about the first one probably just went into this and complaining about it anyways. Well, the, some of the YouTubers that I watch that like review movies who hated the first Justice League mm-hmm. are like, "Hey guys, I didn't want to start the video out like this, but I'm sorry. Zack Snyder's Justice League is great." <laughs> so like I don't think if you hated the first one you're necessarily going to hate this this cut. No, you just have a a, ba- but, a bigger just have a yeah. bigger chance to for sure. Um I guess while we're talking about it I means it's guys this is a Snyder cut episode let's be real. But while we're talking about mm-hmm. it look at this pacing. What man. did we what did you didn't like if you got to be nitpicky cuz I kind of mentioned it a lot I'm not going to talk about it again cuz I, I already gave you mine but like if you guys had to nitpick things you didn't like about this film what would you what would you say that would be? Honestly, I kind of felt that how, how did we know that Dr. Stone knew of Cyborg's like abilities and all that with after his accident and everything? Um, did they kind of touch on that? Cuz no. that okay, that left me a little um I, w- I was wondering like how he knew that he could tap into like all like these different security systems and like pretty much just know a, a vast majority of like his abilities and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, how did you know that though?" Like I we know that you were studying with the mother box, but how did you know he had that capability? Good point. I never thought about that. Yeah, he they never they never really explained how how they did that. Hmm. Yeah, I was I was a little curious about that, but um, and one one big thing that just it, not that I um, okay. So say Zack Snyder was given the option to either have Martian Manhunter or Green Lantern. Obviously, we all know that he would have you know went with the um, what was it, the John Stewart Green Lantern? Yeah. I seriously wish I would have had that instead of Martian Manhunter. I no, it was I, Hal Jordan. I think. I don't. I think was, he said he oh, wanted to use. I think Hal it was Jordan. John Stewart. Oh, was I think it John Stewart? Said John Stewart. Oh, okay. Yeah, but DC or yeah, DC had like a whole other direction for him, so they're like, no, you can't use him. And then they threw Man- Martian Manhunter at him, which was cool. Um, oh, you know what? The way that uh, he actually transformed into Martha—that was that was a, you know it's pretty dope to see. But yeah. I, I just wish I we could have had a Green Lantern. I expected that to be. I expected that part when he transformed into Mar- uh, from Martha to be part of the anti-life equation. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like Martha under the anti life equation because her eyes were red. Because that's when you take over when when you get when you when you're succumbed by the anti life, you have red eyes, quote unquote. Like case in point, Superman at the end. 
So I thought that was anti-life. And then I'm like, oh, oh, oh. It's Marsha Bailey. And then I lost my mind. Like, ah. there it is. I'm like, there he is. I knew it. Vindication. Literally, that's all All that was for vindication to other people that had a feeling that, that he was going to be the Martian Manhunter. So, I mean, we already talked about it. The, the music wasn't as good. The Wonder Woman theme, it, it just ruined it. Why? Mm. I mean, it's like the first Wonder Woman theme, it's in the track she with you by Hans Zimmer on the BVS soundtrack. Phenomenal. Right. It gives me chills. Like every time I hear it, like when I would go see like crappy movies in movie theaters last year, cause there was nothing playing. Mm-hmm. They would play that wonder woman 84 ad and it would end with the guitar riff. I would get chills in my seat every time. I love that song. I'll even play it as I'm driving to and from places. <laughs> but then they just added like some weird, like vocalization stuff. And then they made like a toned down, Wonder Woman theme, like why? It's like it's called. I, go on. I I honestly felt like that was um like I felt like she was representing all the Amazons with that little vocalization. So I actually liked oh. that part of it. I like it, it was like her and then not just her by herself, like all the Amazons, and I I, I liked it. Yeah, if I, if you're watching it with the cold caption, right, it says like lamentations, lamentations, yeah, lamentations chant or whatever. So I think I'd, I'd, I'd have to jump. I have to agree with Zach here. It's probably her channeling all the Amazons kind of thing. I mean, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I hadn't thought of that. I just don't necessarily like it. No, yeah. No, In exactly. every scene where they use her theme, it was a little, not a fan. It, it was a little drunk. It was a little. Yeah, I agree. Know. I agree. Like that first scene when she shows up and totally, like, she totally vaporized that guy, right? And she, like, clanged her wrist things together. She vaporized them and then she killed the guy beforehand. Yeah. Like, she just that slammed was, him in the wall. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. That scene would have been 10 times better if it had just used the standard, like, is she with you theme, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of starting out with the chanting, she kills a couple guys, and then it gets into the theme. Because mm, okay. it feels like it kind of slowed down. The scene was still awesome. The music wasn't a fan. Like, the, tr- the change of music for Aquaman. I didn't even catch Aquaman's change. Well, like it was like heavy guitar. Oh, like that part and where that one like, part when he's drinking yeah. the water. Yeah, okay, I mentioned yeah. that one already. Yeah. Like that scene the cinematography is so beautiful. Like that part where the water's going over him and he's just standing there looking cool. Yeah. Like that was so dope with like the heavy rock music. But then, yeah. But yeah. now here, there while like is deep lyrics. There yeah. is a king. Like, okay, bro. Like we got it. We, we get, get it. it. We get it. You don't want to be a king of the kingdom. I get it. We get it. Well, I understand. We're going with this. <laughs> so it's cool. Um, the choice of the flash music at that part. I thought was, that was beautiful. That part. That it was the, good. The flash, the flash sequence, saving Iris was one of my favorite parts of the film. It's beautiful. Like the like, visual effects. Just when him he like, standing there. When he like the, pushes the door, it looks like water. Yeah, it was. It was and then when he like, his shoes like burn off. Burn off. Like, that is so cool. It was a very good part of the film. And it, and it gave the heart. It showed, yeah. you know, Barry's heart. Um, yeah, he was in, he, he was interested in the girl, but yeah. he still saved her. But he's he wanting to give up his job interview or, to say. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was really <laughs> really cool. Uh, to me, one of the things that another thing that I didn't I didn't mention yet, but Snyder, f- because we talked about this being a um, kind of a fan service type film, Snyder didn't really explain the reasoning behind the black suit. Oh. I think that's supposed to be just like a fan thing, but I, I see what you mean. Because the black suit, it's supposed to be 
like he explains it if you're a fan of the comics and you understand what's happening because yeah. he jumps up in the sky and he like you know in his like grandiose looking over the earth thing he's he's taking the sun rays in because the black suit is really mm-hmm. like a solar thing yeah. to regenerate regenerate him because he's never dies he's not dead in the original film in the original book in the books he's not dead he's just not living which is weird but yeah. he never really dies superman doesn't die and so he didn't really explain that so you had to like explain to me if you have to explain to someone that doesn't understand superhero movies like what's the point of the black suit like you know kim was like oh is he bad now i'm like no that's not what it means. Again, he's bad. So I had to explain what he meant with the black. And I go, oh, that's something that he didn't explain that I really wish he could have explained. It, it wouldn't take that long. He could have used it in the monologue with the dad, with, with both dads. That was cool. That was like on her dialogue. Yeah. So I think they brought Kevin Costner and Russell Crowe back. Yeah. No, so no, was, no, I, no, no. The, not, they're both in Men of Steel. I had just watched, sure? Man, okay. yeah. I, I, had okay. ju- I had just watched Men of Steel before. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what he talked about. I haven't seen Man of Steel hmm. since 2013. Yeah, they mentioned that. But, okay. Man, yeah, he taught. That those are sense. from Man of Steel. He didn't bring them. I don't think they brought them back. I mean, I could be wrong, but most of it. I didn't see them in the credits, but like, I don't remember that dialogue. The dialogue was. It might be. 100% famous. it yeah. was in BVS. Uh, not BVS, Man of Steel. Man of Steel. 100% Still was cool. Film. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a good scene. I, I enjoyed that scene. Um, but yeah. Uh, if you guys had to think, uh, I know, obviously, guys, it's a four hour long film. There's We can't cat to it, we can't get to everything. But, you know, if you had to think of a couple of characters, maybe one or two that stood out to you throughout this film, um, which ones would they be? And why is it Cyborg and Flash? <laughs> yeah, Cyborg, man. <laughs> All the way. Um, he, he, going back to just the Justice League, I had so many questions on, like, who he was. Like, why is he, you know, why is he here, pretty much? Like, what is he fighting for? And in this one, you know, we get that scene where he's helping the um, the mom that got evicted from her home. Yeah. And we see like even with his gifts, like he's actually using his gifts for as a gift towards somebody else. And it wasn't just like, all right, like, why are you so mad at everybody? You know, like it was more of like, OK, like we saw like his backstory with him, like he was helping somebody before he was cyborg. And, you know, with that girl with her, um, with her, with her parents being yeah. deceased. And then, yeah. So he got in trouble for it. But he knew that he was doing something greater than himself. So I was like, okay, cool. We we see that you have a heart. And then now that you actually have these gifts, you have an even bigger heart. So Cyborg all the way, dude, stole the show. And I mean, not to say that The Flash didn't, but I just really liked how the contrast between the Justice League movie and then this one, and it was just day and night. Like we we saw the best of him pretty much. Yeah, no, Cyborg for sure was when no, Snyder has mentioned it's, uh, that Cyborg was the heart of the movie. He was definitely the heart of the movie. But to me, The Flash stood out. The Flash, he, you know, in the first viewing in the five, four in the morning, uh, five, six in the morning, I didn't catch it, but in the, in the second and third viewing, because I've seen it three times now, the Flash is so good because it's set. Not only is he the comic relief, which is ironic because Snyder never does comic relief in films, but he was like nicely placed comic relief, but it shows his powers. You know, when he, he doesn't understand them yet. We, we know this mm. because of the Arrowverse. He just started out as the Flash. He doesn't know what's going on. But he already knows that if he goes so fast, he can break the time. He breaks the law. That's his one rule. He breaks the, breaks the rule. And you see him flashbacking twice in this film, which yep. I didn't catch the first time before. You know, he, he missed his opportunity to touch the mother box before it hit yeah. the water. Mm-hmm. 
and he reversed time and did it. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the second time when he went, they had lost and he reversed back time. He went through the speed force. Yeah. He went through the speed oh force gosh. and brought him. And that is the setup for the flash movie. Cause it's going to be a flashpoint movie. There's no other way. There's no other way about it. They just cast his mom and the guy playing his dad dropped out. So yeah, so it's, it's a flashpoint movie. And so this sets it up because now, you know, okay, he can do that. He knows how to do that and he will do it in the movie. And it, he, he wasn't just there for comic relief, like for Whedon. He wasn't there just to fall in woman, woman's breasts. He wasn't just there to say goodbye in Russian to the random Russian family who, by the way, was not in this cut, which was amazing. They didn't need to be there. Uh, he, he, he was actually a very powerful part of the, of the movie. You know, him wanting to become better and him going back, uh, going through the speed force to, return, to, to bring back time. I thought that was awesome. And he's just fun. He's just fun t- to be around. Like that little interaction. Yeah, the interaction that he had with uh, Cyborg in the original cut was good in the graveyard. But at this graveyard, was so much better. It was funnier oh, to yeah. me. Like Wonder Woman's mm-hmm. 5,000 years old, man. Like everyone's a younger man. <laughs> I thought that was great. And he got his fist bump. Yes. He got yeah, his fist bump. I, I, saw that. I thought of you, Aiden, yeah. when I saw that, he got his fist bump. You know, and, and it w- he was just so good. He was he was my favorite part of the film, and he wasn't the heart and soul of the film by any means. Stretch of the imagination. That was Vic, Vic Stone, but he was a close second to me. Um, he's like, hey, dad. Like, he definitely you know, had the better scenes. Yeah, when yeah. he's ta- when he's talking to the in the Speed Force, like, dad, like, your yeah. son was one of them. I'm like, gosh, that's so good. Felt it like so good. It 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 was just a much better use of Ezra Miller as a Flash, and. It just, I'm just, I'm just happy to be able to see it, and not just see random photos on Vero from Snyder, but actually see the film and then see that he's actually a much better part of the film. I don't think I have one favorite standout character. I think everybody was my favorite part. That's we a talked cop about out. what? That's a cop no. out. No. I genuinely enjoyed every character because everybody's different in their own ways in this movie. That's like true. we talked, Batman like finishes his arc. Yeah. Like he's more optimistic now and he's um what's the word? He's more he has a more positive outlook of man or he's like more hopeful in man. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's, that's a different fine. word besides optimism. Whatever, I can't remember fine. it. But he's happy. Superman comes back and he lives again. Mm-hmm. He gets to be with Lois and which Who, is who's pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. It's pregnant. So I mean, mm-hmm. but, but with Bruce's kid, think about it. I hate you so much. Think about it. <laughs> Snyder has mentioned that he wanted Bruce and Lois have an affair or a relationship, not an affair relationship. It can't be an affair. That's what I'm saying. That's what I yeah. said. It's a relationship. He said I that. You. I just realized this. This makes sense. So, and the whole this point. This is what happens with Nightmare. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, that's how he, that's why Lois is in the Batcave when when he, when he she dies. And so, oh, Bruce, Bruce realizes. Yeah. So, how awkward would it be that, like, that's why Bruce was, I feel like now, that's why Bruce was hesitant to bring back Superman. He's like, oh, shoot, like. I knocked up your ex. Okay. Yeah. And I don't oh, want to bring you back, no. but I have to. And so at the end, he's like, by the way, congratulations. As if like, oh no. You know? Good point. It also depends. That deserves a golf long, clap. It also depends how long after this takes place. Or That's how, what I'm saying. Well, but it, she, was but yes. she was pregnant. She was pregnant at the end. Yes. 
you saw the force mm-hmm. majeure um um I don't know, act of god uh uh frank success which made me laugh but it makes zero sense that that's superman's kid so she if you it follow be, snyder yes if you yeah. follow snyder's whole thing this is bruce's kid that we see later on at the end of justice league 3 becoming batman that's good jesus <laughs> that's gonna be epic dang right um that's yeah. like, oh, I can't believe you ruined it for me, but it's totally Bruce's kid. Yeah. That's like super awkward yeah. about it. Like, by the way, uh, congratulations. Like, what do you say? Like, yeah. oh, go home and uh, uh, you know, hang out with Lois a little bit, please. <laughs> like, you know, it, it, it just makes sense to me. It's just um, the subtlety of that, though. It wasn't like super talked about, but it was, and she was holding a yeah. baby basket on the way into the house. Yeah. So she's totally pregnant with Bruce Wayne. But one woman was also cooler in this movie because like, she was actually like a fierce warrior. Yeah, she wasn't a sex idol. Exactly. Yeah, she was an over-sexualized woman. She was like, a, she, was she a, doesn't just knock people out. She full-on like kills people. Yeah. She's a warrior. Mm-hmm. And yeah. ruthless. this was so much better than in BVS, Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman 84. Because they like keep her cage. She was like, oh, it's, P- it's PG-13. You can't have um, yeah, no, little yeah. kids, Wonder Woman, like kill people. But like this, she gets to be Wonder Woman. That was super cool. Aquaman and that whole like conflict with him hating Atlantis. And I mean, like it kind of sucks with Aquaman because we, we see his movie and like, it's, it's different, but it sets up to Aquaman film. Yeah. That movie. It, it, it was very inconsistent with the Aquaman movie though. I didn't like that. Why? Because so first off, Mira has a British accent. She has an American yeah. accent in the movie. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Mira his was eyes change in the movie in, in the Aquaman movie. The Atlanteans, mm. they need like special armor to go above land or whatever. But here, they don't. They're fine. Or they're just chilling. Or are they fine? Yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe Steppenwolf knows that he's bringing them up water, and that's like already. Well, weren't they already above land? And then no, they, they, the Parademons came from underwater, yeah, and they, yeah. and they that, carried yeah, them. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's right. So that's maybe right, they right. maybe he does Steppenwolf doesn't know, mm. but he's like suffocating them without knowing. Yeah. I don't know. Just I like how vocal looked. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah. Yeah, he looked way better in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I liked how it set it up. It set up the Aquaman. Like, yeah, yeah the consistencies were bad, but it set up the Aquaman film. You know, talking about the yeah. war with the land that the, that the, the guy is trying to do. You know, it talks about at the end, hey, I'm going to go see my dad, which is what we see in the beginning of the Aquaman film. You know, him with his dad. Who is also uh, oh, Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, Boba Fett. Yeah. So it sets up Aquaman. It does, yeah. Because but. it's supposed to be coming right out of it. And, it. and in this one, remember how the biggest problem we had with Justice League was that him and Mira knew each other in the, on, on the film. Yeah. They don't know each other here. They don't. And you can see that because like he, she was kind of like, ooh, who's this guy? And he's like, what's up, girl? And then they had this awkward conversation yeah. and then he left. So he, she, he, they didn't know each other here. And so it makes sense then when you go to the Aquaman yeah. film that they have this weird like, I don't know you. But if you watch the original cut of the Justice League, it's like, you know each yeah. other. You've talked, but no, they don't. So know I mean, each other. that that was better. But yeah. No, but yeah. Still, yeah. and then like his whole thing with his mom. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. I just think it sets it up better. I'm not saying it's perfect. Right. I just think it right. sets up yeah. better. Yeah. But. Just the little things that bother bother me for continuity yeah. sake. No, yeah, um, yeah. The Flash, like we talked about, he's so cool. Like, and he goes into the Speed Force. I was not expecting to see the Speed Force until we saw the movie. Yeah. That was awesome cyborg was so cool because he actually had a backstory now mm-hmm. and like the only backstory i've seen for cyborg is justice league war <laughs> which <Yeah>. sucks 
It's true. But here, like actually getting to see like a different side of Cyborg was super cool. Yeah. And I liked how he like he started out like walking like a robot, like he didn't know how to walk, but then over time he starts walking normally walking again. Normally. That was that super was good, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a good way. I didn't know he could grow extra arms. Yeah, I thought that was cool. That, that was cool. His flying was super cool, and then that thing where like his face like closes up. Comes the helmet. The helmet was super yeah. cool. Was Just good. everything, like getting to see Cyborg, getting his time to shine, was super cool. Let me guess, Aiden, was it super cool? It was radical. <laughs> <laughs> and then Steppenwolf just went from being like a sucky villain with mommy problems. Or, or, uh, or, uh, or, or, or what did you say? A Walmart branded. A Walmart brand Liam Neeson. <laughs> That's exactly how he looked. <laughs> and I take it back. I, I'm sorry to the actor. You blew my mind. His voice was so much scarier, so much yeah. intimidating. Yeah. His suit was awesome. His face, not so much. But it's it's better than off-brand Liam Neeson. I'll, yeah. I'll give it that. Of course. But, oh my goodness, Steppenwolf. Uh-huh. Super cool. Like, I think out of mm-hmm. all the changes to like the characters, I think to me, Steppenwolf was cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, of course, the heroes are going to get more detailed and like more like backstory. I wasn't expecting a total character change for Steppenwolf because you understand what he's trying to do and why he's trying to do it. Right. And how important this is to him. Right. And I just think that's pretty cool. Right. That the villain also gets some development in this. Yeah. I liked how we saw Zeus like just super, super like, like just like, like a Zeus body, dude. Yeah. Like, and the way that he was using his lightning and all that. Oh, man. Like I, I can't get over just not mean character wise, but just, you know, like side side parts and all that. That that was done really, really well. Um, I don't know who came up with that idea, but it was you know, executed perfectly. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, as as we start wrapping up or landing these plane, because we listen, we can be we can be here for another hour and a half if we really want to. But let's just jump to, you know, the part that to me made the movie and to some people maybe it didn't. Um, the nightmare sequence. Uh, Jared Leto got vindication for his Joker and he got less screen time than in the Suicide Squad film. And he was a thousand times better in this part. His interaction with Batman was Was probably his interaction with Batman. Favorite part. One of my favorite parts. As a Batman connoisseur that knows a dark knight. Okay. I like to, I like to argue about this all the time. This was the greatest interaction between Batman and Joker in film. So in far. film, well, well, thanks for adding my to my thoughts, Aiden. Sorry. You're welcome. It it was the best. It was better than Jared Le- not Jared Leto, Heath Ledger's and 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 Ben not Ben um Christian Bale. I mean that that interrogation scene in the dark that night was is not, pretty great. No, yeah, it's no, pretty great. I don't know, man. Hold on. Like, like Heath they're, Ledger they're like really told good. Christian Bale like beat me up. Yeah, I want this to be perfect. That that scene is like that's great, but I think it's equal to the Jerry nah, Leto and Ben Affleck nah. scene. Yeah. Having yeah, having Bruce good. sit there and go when Harley Quinn was dying in my that arms, was, oh. <laughs> she awesome. told me to kill you slowly. I'm gonna keep that promise. You can't be chills, man. You can't beat that with Heath Ledger and Christian Bale. And and it took me a while to figure out, but I don't think Batman killed her. I think Joker killed her. And that's why he was freaking out. 
Because I don't think he realized other someone else knew. Oh, he's like. Oh, I shoot. thought it was along the same lines of um of when you know he said, "Oh, you sent a boy to do a man's job," and then Batman was like, "Well, didn't you just kind of do the same thing by sending Harley to do your job oh. because you couldn't do it?" I thought that's what they were both saying. Oh, that could be it too. Yeah, yeah I didn't think about that. It could have been that too, but I know that he like freak. To me, when I when I when I interpreted it right, when he was talking about Harley Quinn, and he's like, "Don't make make, make them respect. I will effing kill you." Which for the for the kids, we don't talk about it, but like in yeah. watching it was great. And and you see Joker's hand start shaking. Mm-hmm. It was kind of him like, "Oh bleep, he's gonna do it one day." Mm-hmm. I don't think he was even like him going, "Oh no, Harley, I miss Harley." No, no, no. I think that was his fear. From realizing that one day Batman is going to kill him, and that day maybe sooner than right than later, and that's just like wow. <laughs> I just love their interact. I love the fact that you know, you know, he knows it's Bruce. Well, here's a truce, Bruce. I'm like ah, that was cool. He knows, and his his classic laugh, the ah ah, yeah, that's his laugh was perfect. Him him just standing there, and you know, just just. Just being Joker. He was such a good Joker. And I, it, it makes me sad to, to think about that we're never going to see him in a, as a Joker again. I mean, we could. Right. You never know. As we're talking. But, but as of right now, there's no plans to use him again. And, and, and him and Affleck just have great chemistry. It was so good yeah. to see them. You know, and him going, like, be very careful what you're going to say next. You know, it's it's just... Very good. It was very, very, very well done. Totally a Snyder thing to do, and it it just it was like a, it was like Chef's Kiss, man. For the for like a yeah. fan of the, for a Batman fan, Chef's Kiss, because a couple of weeks ago we saw the whole um, Easy to Die movie on YouTube, right? I'm sure some yeah. people have seen it, and the Joker and Batman had some good dialogue there too. And I was like, oh, it's pretty good dialogue. That might be actually one of the best Batman's. I'm just gonna say it because what time? That that bat in the sun Kevin video Porter? we're talking about. Oh, the Porter yeah. one. Okay, yeah. but uh, so. I, I'm just saying, like that might be one of the best Batman's. No, because nobody knows who it is. It's Batman. He's not a big named actor we're playing. Not, Batman, we're not getting that. We're not going there. I, I'm, but I'm just saying. The point is, the point is, he they had a good interaction that short film, but then Absolutely. this one blew it out of the water. Mm-hmm. You know, Leto's. I liked how he wasn't always on focus in his mouth. You couldn't really yeah. tell, but I feel like it was bloodied up. I feel like he's been beat up by Batman before, like this scene or something, because his mouth was all bloodied. It was just perfect. It was just so good. And in the Justice is Gray edition, there's gonna be a, it's gonna be different. Yeah, is it? Yeah, Snyder said that there's gonna be they're gonna have it's gonna be a different dialogue. Oh, mm-hmm. he's right. gonna, he's gonna use the we live in a society line. Oh. Thank God. So I don't know where I'm when intrigued. he's yeah. So I don't know when he's gonna do it, but uh, that's what he said. They're gonna the, the the dialogue is different in the Justice is Gray. Okay, which I'm excited about. So as we as we finally wrap up, <laughs> what do you mean? We're, all, we're only like a quarter of the way in. Let's the Snyder episode. Let's um, give our grades. And again, guys, we totally like you know don't have we we we, we didn't touch on every single thing. We might revisit this ep- this movie later on. Um, but as of right now, you know, let's just go down and, 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 and find out our grades and go from there. So let's start with Zach. What is your overall grade out of overall, five? Overall, this movie was 
pretty dang near perfect but like i said you know like a couple things that we were just nitpicky on and then that what you guys all um you know brought to light i have to go down from the 5.0 that i was going to give to <laughs> like a 4.7 yeah 4.7 4.7 okay aiden what about you so this movie had the job of making of pleasing the fans who have campaigned for this and also trying to, this is kind of like an apology for releasing Whedon's cut, right? Yeah, pretty much. The Whedon cut is dead. Snyder cut buried it. Okay. It is almost a perfect movie. Okay, what's your score, Aiden? So, hold on, I'm setting it up. <laughs> All right, Snyder. It, ta- it takes everything that people hated about the Whedon cut. Uh-huh. It says, screw that. And gives us what we wanted. And it's better. And it's four hours long. And they even went out of their way on HBO Max to give it time codes for the different parts. Yep. So you can actually watch it as a miniseries. Mm-hmm. So it's possible for everyone to watch it. So it's for the people who can watch it as a full-length movie or as a miniseries. Either way, it's the Snyder Cut. We made it. I cried at the end because we did it. Zach, hurry up, Zack Snyder. What is the score? 4.7 out of 5. Oh, okay. I was waiting for like a six out of five oh, from you. Yeah, me too. I <laughs> After like, that right, buildup. I, I was trying to get to the point where like, well, maybe it didn't need to be rated R or have like some kind of lousy looking blood effects or like a crappy faced Steppenwolf. Overall, it's a pretty great movie. Overall for me, sensational movie. Don't get me wrong. Sensational movie. Um, vindication, emotional in all aspects. At the end of the film, when it said for autumn, I cried. Um, legitimately, not oh, like I was man. like, not yeah. like a oh comic book. Like no, right. like that's for his yeah. daughter, man. Like he did that yeah, for his yeah. daughter, and that was beautiful. There were problems with the film. I'm not gonna sit here and say there were no problems with the film. Um, I spent an hour and forty minutes talking about some of my problems with the film. Still loved it. Would watch it over and over again. This is my ultimate. This is my ultimate number one movie um, right now. However, because of that, I'm still giving it a four point three out of five, and would which still pretty high. It would give uh, an overall score of four point six from the three of us. Four point six out of five. It's probably the highest one we've ever done, Aiden. Yeah. Hmm. Um, top top two maybe. It was a very good film, guys. If you haven't seen the film yet, highly suggested streaming on HBO Max right now. It's worth the fourteen or fifteen dollars you got to pay to watch um, to to have a month subscription. But before we head out, guys, any any final thoughts as of right now for the Snyder Cut? We might revisit again. We might re- revisit this in a couple months, maybe a couple of weeks. Personally, I want I want more. Um, <laughs> I would not be mad if they if they you know stayed in this direction. I definitely want to see the Justice League go up against Darkseid. Oh, um, yeah. That's going to be huge. That's that's going to be even bigger than this movie. So I can't even imagine what type of audience that's going to bring in for, you know, after this brought in. So for sure, somebody up there, you know, has to has to just give the green light and be like, hey, you know, do what you got to give the fans what they want. Give them the, the Justice League versus Darkseid and call it a day, man. Like that's that's what we want. Yeah. For sure, Aiden, any final thoughts? This opens so many doors, Pedro. We can continue the Snyderverse. And my DC Universe that I've been planning can now happen. 
because I know definitively how Justice League is going to end and how I can continue my universe on from here. <laughs> That's good. But overall, very glad we made it here. I'm glad I was able to see it. We were able to see it. Yeah. I Because there were all these rumors like, oh, it's never coming out. It's never going to be real. And all this like active campaigning like and all the money raised for like suicide awareness and stuff like that. Yeah. It was great. Tons of great stuff was done. And in the end, we got... We got the Snyder cut. We got Jared Leto and Batman and, and Ben Affleck. And we got Jared Leto again. Yeah. And we saw Affleck again back in the bat suit yeah. after a couple of years. And he still looks mm-hmm. dang fine in that bat suit. I'm like, bro, come back. Snyder cut. Re- bring back. Revert. Whatever. Call the Snyder cut. Bring it back. Whatever. What, what, like, what are we saying? Um, restore the Snyderverse. Restore the Snyderverse. Restore the Snyderverse, guys. So good. Watch on HBO Max right now. Um, but that is probably going to wrap up from us today at Comic Misfits. We are very excited that you guys stick around for our Snyder Cut version of episodes. Longest episode in a while, Aiden. Wow. Don't not forget. Four hours, not for hours, but don't forget, guys. Follow us on social media at Comic Misfits everywhere Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, if you want to go there too. If you want to uh, support the show, like a monthly contribution, kind of like our boy Zach over here. Head over to patreon.com slash comic misfits. Uh, you'll see all different options there. But for now, I am Pedro. I'm Aiden. And I'm Zach. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Bye-bye now. And don't forget, restore the Snyderverse. <laughs> <laughs>